0: Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times bestselling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Dave Pelzer, speaking to you in my own voice, always speaking to you in my own voice, and attempting to try to save America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello. Hello to you. I'm so, so grateful, especially with all that's going on in the world today. I know there's a little bit of solemn news, which we'll discuss, but there's there's good news on the horizon, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of good news on the horizon, and we're entering the throes of the holiday season, and it's going to be a little bit different this year, and we'll talk about that, but I just wanted to take your time to, again, thank you so much with all that's going on in your life, as busy as things are getting, you know, with the holiday season and the kids and all the things that, you know, it's, it's, we call it the silly season. A lot, a lot of people get stressed out in the holidays, and now we've got a lot of things on top of that. But thank you so much. I do hope and pray that these shows help you in the smallest of ways. I pray it helps you to, to, to put more pep in your step. To maybe look at things just a little bit differently, to, to find something you might have forgotten or lost, or, or or to steer you, put you in a different vector, change your direction just a bit, to see things in a different spirit, to hopefully see things clearly, to help you, hope you to, to calm down and relax. I pray, I pray these these, these shows do help, and and uh, I know I have a fan out there, a female friend. I don't want to give out her name, who, who sent us a nice uh, email saying she listens to the shows and she's sick with the virus. And, and, and my thoughts and prayers are with you. With uh, I have a lot of friends that have, have, have contracted the virus, for goodness sakes. But with all that's going on in the world, I just want you to take that deep breath and know know that you're thought of and know that you're not alone. This has been a journey. This whole year has been an amazing journey and we have been tested. I have always felt and I have always said when things are good and you're on top, of course there's flowers and champagne and everybody loves you and everything's going to be great, but when the fit hits the shan yes, I said that correctly, when the fit hits the shan, whether it's a medical situation or a divorce or maybe you lost your job or something, you got hit by a car, something unexpectedly happens in your life. That's what you find out what you're made of. You find out what you're made of in the worst of times. And then hopefully we can appreciate the small things. Like like I am looking at right now, I'm looking at clouds, uh, some cumulus clouds that are forming, but the sky is blue. And and, and, and and we had a big storm yesterday, thank goodness, because I'm a firefighter and we can use the rain in Northern California. We really can but to me, life is those micro-moments. Every day, I try to steal or try to just stop what I'm doing and take 10 micro-moments a day, whether uh, I deliberately have to slow down and have a cup of coffee. I love the landscape. I love the plant. I love to look outside and just, 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 just stare at the void for 10, 20 seconds. Or sometimes, in my case, I, I may have a cigar, and that's 40 minutes. 40 good minutes to myself, and I think it's so important, ladies and gentlemen, because next year, there's going to be a few bumps. It should be better than Year of Our Lord 2020, but there's going to be bumps. So, I'm saying thank you for taking the time, because, again, the holiday, the silly season, uh, a lot of hustle and bustle. I think this year is going to be a little bit easier for us, because we have the internet to do our shopping and so forth, so we don't have to stand in these lines or I think the days of the Black Friday, you know, being there uh, uh, just right after Thanksgiving dinner, and you stay overnight until it opens up at 1 or 2 in the morning or 8 a.m. or whatever, and we all crash in there to grab a TV that's $5 off. We run over people. We get all anxious and nervous, and we're just grabbing anything to get the deal, to get the deal. Maybe, maybe we've matured a little bit. You know I, I realized a few years ago, ladies and gentlemen, and i'm i'm I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but but I, I got to the point that I really don't need a lot. I basically have everything I need. I basically have everything I want every once in a while. I'll course the biggest thing I shop for, ladies and gentlemen, is socks. I go through a lot of socks as a firefighter. you know i i'm I'm okay. So this year, if you can listen to the show, you're okay. And always know this, and I mean this, you are not alone. You have a friend here in this show, and you're not alone. And that is so important because, again, this, the holiday season can bring out the best and worst of us sometimes because a lot of people don't know how lucky they are. A lot of people don't understand how unfortunate people are. And then when you add to the dismay of, of losing a job, or worrying about relatives or contracting the virus or the doom and gloom of, of white noise, uh, uh, and, and whether it's the election or just regular stress of life. We, I lost a what in one week. Uh, uh, the fireplace didn't work. I had no water heater, so I'm taking sponge baths or, or bathing at the fire station. I can't heat my house because it's uh, so those radiant uh, floors and so forth. And we had two or three other unexpected things. You know, like, you know, oh, my goodness. But at the end of the day, like we said in the last show, it's always something. And you just have to attack it bit by bit. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, oh, before I forget my manners, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, to yours, and your family. I truly mean that. And happy holidays. Uh, Mary, the merriest of Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And for the rest of us. The Festivus, and and I'm going to try to come up with a show. And I know I have all these ideas, and I apologize, but I need to come up with a show airing of grievances. <laughs> if you remember Seinfeld, uh, 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 was it was it was it uh, Mr. Costanza, George Costanza's father, uh, airing of grievances. I've got problems with you, George. We should have a show. So if you have a question to comment, and you want to air your grievance, let's let's see if we can put something together for you folks. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's kind of get to it. As your time is valuable, uh, w- we've been getting al- we've been deluged with questions, of course, about you know about Mr. Trump. Uh, a, a lot of questions and a lot of comments, and I know some of it's just venting, and that's normal. And I can understand a vent and so forth. You know, uh, you purge it out of your system. You, you go to the bathroom, basically, you flush it away. You wash your hands, and you never think about that stuff again. So it's good to purge. It's good to vent. In a sense, it's good to kind of vomit out, you know, ill feelings. But we've gotten a lot of questions and comments about Trump. And I know folks, again, are all amped up. And and, and some of the comments are, I can't sleep. I just can't sleep. Why won't he concede? Did Biden really win? I can't sleep. I'm so stressed. Why won't he do this? Why won't President Trump do that? And it goes on and on and on with all these people. And I understand. But again, folks, if you listen to at least two of these shows, what do we say? Just take a deep breath, calm down, and relax, please. Please just relax. If something is out of your control, then there's nothing you can do about it. There, I, I remember seeing Apollo 13, uh, Tommy Hanks, Ron Howard uh, directed. Tommy Hanks and Bill Paxton, who passed away, God bless him, he he's so young. And, and, and uh, oh, my goodness, uh, uh, the, the other gentleman I forget, Kevin Bacon. Actually, it was Kevin Bacon's character that was the first one. who said, Houston, we have a problem. So in the third act, they're trying to align the spacecraft and, and, and at the at, at, at Canaveral Center, Cape Canaveral, and this light goes on that the heat shield may, may, there may be a problem with the heat shield. And the guy brings it to the head engineer, the flight flight op guy, uh, uh, Mr. Krantz, I believe. He says, sir, should we tell the crew? Is there anything we can do about it? No, sir, there's not. Then don't tell them. They don't need that extra stress. So, again, I, I know uh, we talked about it, too. It's not going to be cut and dry in, in, in this election era. But, but, but folks, uh, I understand the purge, whatever. But if you're losing sleep over something, th- 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 it's, it, trust me, it's not about Trump. Because whether it's Trump or Biden, or the virus, or this. It's always something, and that's why just do what you can. If you can't do anything about it, please just relax. Because here's, here's two things. Why, why, why are you surprised? When it comes to this administration, when it comes to Mr. Trump, why are you surprised that, that he didn't concede? Did you expect someone like Mr. Trump to raise his hand and says, okay, you know, Joe's got it, and, and and God bless you, Joe, and I wish you and your administration, the very best. It was a it was a hard fought battle, and 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 I l- I, l- I, l- I, l- I lost. I don't think that's in his vernacular. So why are we surprised? And really, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to putting food on the table, when it comes to losing sleep, when when it comes to to people that are sick or people we might have lost, uh, especially from the virus. Does, does it really matter? You know, and if it again, if it's not Trump a Palooza, it's always going to be something else. A lot of people are saying, but is it ever going to end? Will he ever concede? Well, and, and it's weird but when it comes to conceding. I, 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 and Mr. Trump gives us a lot of mixed messages. I don't know if he thinks too fast or thinks too slow. I mean, and again, he is, we have to remember, he is 74. Okay, I'm I'm pushing sixty. I I'm 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 starting to r- realize I forget things too, or I don't speak as well as I should, or I, I'm you know it's it's part of that. But with with I, I, I do remember this last Sunday. I I, th- I thought there was a statement or a text or something, in which he, in which she said, you know, and if I'm correct, it says you know Biden won. I'm going wow, he said it, Biden won. But then immediately after that, he says Biden won because election was rigged election was totally totally rigged and then he was adamant i concede nothing i concede nothing no i don't i don't do that and and that's that his and, and i really believe that in his mind and we talked about it last show trump thinks differently now a, a, as as a veteran or as a seasoned citizen uh it, it makes me a little nervous because Trump's uh, or the administration is refusing to, to assist with the transition. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. I mean, thousands of hours, hundreds of people are involved. And especially in, 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 in this age of, 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 of the numbers going up with the virus, the national security briefings, that's a huge thing. However, the other side of the coin, there's always a yin-yang. Uh, Senator Harris, Vice President-elect Harris, uh, I think she's part of this. Uh, uh, is it Senate Intelligence Committee? So she gets some briefings. I'm sure she can pass along to her boss, the uh, President-elect Biden, and and I'm sure there's information there. And I know. I- and what I like too is the, uh, the Republicans are reaching, or the Democrats are reaching out to the transition team, saying we're going to help with this, or you know, if things don't happen, we're going to try to f- get it together. And ladies and gentlemen, I think at the end of the day, it's it's it's. Going to work out because Biden's team seems like they're trying to get things together. They're moving forward as best they can. It just makes me upset as a leader or uh, as as a military ex military man that and, and with with all that is going on with this pandemic in itself that 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 things aren't being done. I mean, there's 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 the, the Trump administration should be doing more. If it was me, yeah, I lost. Okay. Maybe I can run four years from now. Maybe I can figure out what I did right and what I did wrong. Or you know what? I, if I was Trump and I said it before, hey, man, you're a grandfather. You've done everything you wanted to do and more. Just settle down. You relax, for goodness sakes, Mr. Trump, is what I would say if I was one of his friends. Please. But it's just, you know, it's it's a little baffling to me, and and, and, and it's kind of unprecedented and The one thing that that makes me uneasy with this administration is what it used to be before a president said anything in public, it had to be written for him. It had to be screened. You add in his vernacular. There's little nuances in every single word. Every syllable means something because you're the president. Which brings me back to say what you mean, mean what you say. Parents do it all the time, how we raise our kids, and that's, important and again it's less stress when the president speaks boom this is it this is it the president like when Kennedy spoke uh, he he gave an address uh, on the 13 days of October the Cuban missile crisis and as you knew he meant what he said either you pull out or we're gonna have a quarantine we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're we're gonna stop those 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 missiles from coming over Uh, it was uh, and and it was that's a good speech but what I'm trying to convey is this: uh, It was the movie, uh, and I'm sure I told you before, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's that movie? The Last Emperor. Oh, what a- Peter O'Toole! Mm, what a fine role for him. He's the tutor to the last emperor of China, and and, and and when they first meet, the the, the boy king, you know, the the, the boy emperor, is maybe seven or eight, and he's c- a little confused. And he and he asked the tutor, "Why are words so important?" And, of course, the, the tutor kind of nods and thinks about what he's going to say before he says it to the emperor. And he says, he says, um, uh, my, my, my sir, words are important because a king should always mean what he says because a king should always says exactly what he means. And, again, some people don't communicate well, myself included. But at this day and age, with all that's going on, that's why it's so important for us. See, we can learn a lot from Trump. It's so important for us to take a step back and think before we do and think before we say. If we are nervous as parents, our children will be terrified. If we can't sleep over something Trump did or didn't do, how is that going to set the tone for our kids? If we don't work a program, we get up a certain time of day, we work out, we do the dishes, we clean the house, we work with the kids' homework, we give them relaxed time, we go outside for Frisbee or just riding a bike. If we don't do these small, simple things and taking those micro steps to breathe and look at God's grace, what kind of example are we setting for others around us? See, Trump really teaches me a lot of what I should do and, in some cases, what I shouldn't do and I I, I feel kind of bad because the only time I think the president's made an appearance the only time since the election was just a few minutes on Veterans Day and he didn't look too happy and I can understand that I mean uh, putting all that time and effort and it didn't work out I can't imagine what it must have been like for, for, for Vice President Gore or for Senator Clinton or anybody who's at, at all that time and effort but you know what There's bigger things. There's bigger things that are more important. And by the way, I think I forgot my manners last show, but happy Veterans Day, belated Veterans Day. Not only to me, in my heart, if you're a veteran serving in the armed forces, no matter what rank, no matter what branch, I don't care if it's reserves, National Guard, after duty, thank you for your service. And I also want to convey my thanks to everyone, to the janitors. Hospitals, to janitors and schools, to our teachers and our counselors, our counselors and and any anywhere everywhere, counselors and therapists. We're going to need a lot of them, especially during the holiday season. To the nurses, to the to the doctors, to the specialists, to your first responders, your ambulance, your EMTs, your paramedics, the firefighters out there, our police officers, uh, people who drive the fuel trucks and, and, and drive the trucks to, to get us the food and, and the supermarket people and the people that clean our, our, our shopping carts or our little baskets, everybody. We're all in this together, ladies and gentlemen, and take, take, take a kudo and take a deep breath and a nod and thank you for all that you do and all that you continue to do. I, I, I think the bottom line is this. You know, whether it's Trump or whether it's the virus, I really believe things will work out. Look at what's happened since our last show. Uh, Pfizer, uh, the company Pfizer, says they have a vaccine. That's 90% effective. There's another company, uh, a name I forget. I apologize. I think they're 945 effective. And they're talking about ginning it up early. They just need FDA approval. And ladies and gentlemen, even when the vaccine comes out, please be patient. It's not going to be overnight. It's not. They're going to give it to the first responders. I'm assuming first. They're going to give it to the doctors and the nurses first. You know, and it's it's it's, it's and there's going to be and we're not going to open up fast. Just as as we broadcast this show today, a lot of states are starting to close. A lot of counties are starting to close because the virus is spreading. So it's 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 we're definitely at a yin yang moment, ladies and gentlemen. So all I'm trying to say is this: it's not especially with the Trump. Situation and the virus situation right now, particularly as we enter the holidays, with that added stress, these other things are not worth stressing over. Not for you, please. Now, on a lighter note, <laughs> when it comes to our friend Trump, I I, I saw uh, uh, I think a late night talk show host, and he did a great bit on Trump. And this is a lighter note. And I want I I mean just 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 give me. <laughs> Give me a wide berth, as we see on this one. On a lighter note, the, this comedian says that Trump should be president of Alaska. Now, think about that. It makes perfect sense. The president of Alaska, he's out there on his own. He's, he's in his own place. You got Alaska. You got Ivanka. You got Melania. We got Alaska. And Don Jr. can, of course, uh, shoot any endangered species he wants. And, and, and Trump, I can see Russia from here. Hello, Rasputin. How are you? Let's have some of it. I don't drink, but let's have tea. Let's do it. I had tea with Sarah Palin. I did. Alaska. Alaskans love the Trump because Trump actually got Alaska. He's got three, three, three more uh, points on that. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, you know, oh, and, and, and think about it, too, because some of my friends are not fans of Trump. I mean, worst case scenario, you know, talk about losing a job. <laughs> He'll be losing a job come January 20th. He'll lose the lease to the White House, and, of course, you're fired, you're evicted, and we'll move on. Whether he stayed or went, you know, I'm going to move on. I just don't want to be stuck in the mart, and I don't want you folks stuck in the mart. But now, with that, let's get to some serious stuff here. And this is why I want you to sit down and have a cup of coffee, and some of you folks are not going to agree with me, but I'm obligated to assist you, and sometimes I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not here to be anybody's BFF. I'm here to assist you, and I want you to just kind of take it as, as I see it. I've been reading a lot of papers and listening to different shows and so forth, and, 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 and I try to get good information for you, but let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room because we're getting a lot of questions about Thanksgiving. What should I do? Should I stay? Should I go? You know. And I know, ladies and gentlemen, in my heart of hearts, and I, I, I get it too. I'm, I'm only human. I know there's a lot of virus fatigue. People are just tired of the virus and tired of the mask and waiting in line so they can go get groceries or, you know, we want the schools to be open or in my case, I just want to have a meal and have a drink and just, yeah, pardon me, I just want to chill out for goodness sake. So I understand. And when it comes to virus fatigue um, yesterday uh, and today as I broadcast to you, it's November 18th, Year of the Lord, 2020. Yesterday, I saw something that, that, that is showing me some stress. Two senators were on the floor. One was wearing a mask. I think it was a Democrat wearing a mask. And he was sniping a Republican senator for not wearing a mask. And, and I guess they both were at the lectern and so forth and trying to say something. And, 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 and that's not, you know, again, leadership. You lead by example. You know, you shouldn't be squabbling especially in public like that, because it makes me nervous. It makes other Americans nervous. But I understand that we're all human. But I think what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we all need to get on the same page. So Thanksgiving, what do we do? I'm getting a lot of questions. I want to do this. I need to do that. I want to see my Uncle Joe. I want to see my Aunt Jill. I want to see Grammy, Fammy, Bammy, whoever. I get it. I get it. But ladies and gentlemen, please... I understand exactly what you're saying and what you're feeling. And I understand it's a family tradition. But this is a different era, ladies and gentlemen. Please, as of today, again, November 18th, the year of our Lord, 2020. 163,000 new cases as of today. you letting that settle? If that doesn't sound like a lot, 163,000 cases a day, I want you to think about what city you live in. How many people live in your city? How many people live in your county? These are astronomical numbers. Chicago is under lockdown. They're talking about curfews. In Michigan, and I know, I know that my my good friends in Michigan, they're very upset. They're tired of being told what to do. They're tired of the, the people want them to put on the mask. They're just plain tired. And I get it. And I understand the frustration on both sides. But ladies and gentlemen, we have to use common sense. Common sense. And when you think about your, your typical Thanksgiving gathering, what is it? Uh. What is it, a three-bedroom house, one bathroom? You know, especially when you're at the buffet table getting everything, you're close to can be with everybody, different age groups. And right now the virus is hitting all, all ages. Imagine if, <coughs> excuse me, imagine if God forbid, God forbid that you gave it to Oompa, or you got it from Oompa, or you gave it to Mima, or Mima gave it to you. And we all fall victim, ladies and gentlemen. Here's, here's where we're all too human. We all know what we should do. I know I shouldn't smoke a cigar. I shouldn't drink a libation. I shouldn't eat certain foods. I should work out more. I know that. And, I, 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 you know, we all especially teeter-totter with the dieting and so forth. And we all deserve to relax. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just trying to say we fall victim to what the head wants or head knows what to do and yet what the heart leads us to do whether it's love, whether it's buying something we can't really afford or really don't need the instantaneous gratification, I understand that because I fall I'm all, I'm human too ladies and gentlemen. I again, all I'm trying to say is right now that 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 work I can see light at the end of the tunnel ladies and gentlemen, I really really can't. But for right now, please use your head. Please, I beg you, please use your head on this holiday. Because think about it, too. Be logical. I bet you the last three to five Thanksgivings, there's always an argument. There's always drama. There's always stress. Where are we gonna sleep? We're gonna sleep on the floor. Can we get a hotel room? Oh my god, I gotta check in. The car won't start. Uh, the cranberry sauce. Oh my god, who got the who forgot the pumpkin pie? There's all I mean, as much fun as it is. And it's a lot of stress cooking too and getting all these things together. How about for this year we just take a little bit of that stress out and just please stay home? That's it. Stay home. Stay home, stay home, stay home, please. Stay home. And right now, I bet you there's about at least 10% of you folks going, ah, Yeah. Give yourself permission to accept what we need to do. For goodness sakes, here's an idea Zoom it. We Zoom meetings. I thought you know, the other day, why don't we just Zoom Thanksgiving? You know, we zoom, zoom a board game together. Zoom a drinking game together. Zoom the kids. Watch the kids play together. Say hello to me, mom, and grandpa, and uncle, and auntie, and so forth through Zoom. Let's use this technology to our advantage. And I recommend, too, ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 I, I, I recommend don't cook. Don't cook. They say it's more effective this year particularly because now they're saying the, the, the biggest thing that's going to sell it is the small turkeys. You know what I recommend? Order out. Order out. One, you're going to do a service. You're going to patronize businesses that can really, really use the the, the business and the money, of course. Less stress for you, less stress for me, less stress for everybody. But we can get through this, ladies and gentlemen. We have gone through so much. The first one was St. Paddy's Day. People were freaking out over that. You know, we dealt with it. Fourth of July, we dealt with that. And we can deal with this, ladies and gentlemen, because I really believe if we just decide in our head, and our heart, to stay home, a lot less stress. You can still enjoy the day. We can still reflect on what's going on. We reflect on the moment. To me, Thanksgiving is taking time, not just gobbling down all that food, but reflecting on the moment. Give pause. Take a deep breath and give thanks. That's what Thanksgiving is about. We're thankful for our gifts, the gift of life. We can give on to others. I, I, I work at Real. Last year, I had a pretty good time. I loved Thanksgiving when Stephen was a young man. I'm sure I've told this story that we used to serve folks, wrap all their meals out, make sure they had extra food, had a personal contact, and then Stephen and I would you know, go to a nice place and have dinner. And, you know, and it was th- those, those, those raw teenage years, but he was grateful. I was grateful for him saying, this is how lucky you are, son. A lot of people are not that lucky. Now you see that. But to give reflection, to give thanks, and I know that sounds weird, Dave. Okay, I, I lost my grandfather to the virus. My wife and I are unemployed, and the kids are driving us crazy. You want us to give thanks? Yes, I do. Because it could be worse. It could be worse. You know, every day, I've said this before, that we're not attacked by terrorists is a great day. Every day that our kids can come home from school, per se, or come home from playing outside, that they're not kidnapped or get lost or something is a great day. In this day and age, every day that we don't contract the virus out of 163,000 cases a day, basically, is a great day so what I don't have uh, water I heat up the water from the stove I take a sponge bath or I drive to the station big deal so my house is basically (laughs) 48 degrees so what I got a mattress warmer I've got extra uh, extra blankies for goodness sakes big deal you know as busy as I am I always there's always going to be something I'm just saying for you right now, ladies and gentlemen, give thanks. I'll be working at my fire station in Montereo. Last year we, we had big dinners, and we have folks that aren't doing too well. We serve them a big lunch, and we always give them extra food. And I always, I always like to do the grunt work. I like to serve them, talk to them, see how they're doing. This year we're going to do something different. I think it's going to be a drive-by. We'll adjust. We'll adjust. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? And if I may, pills are dumbest. You've heard of Nostradamus. I'm the opposite. are Dumas, all unknowing, all unseeing. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, by this time next year, by this time next year, things will be different. Number one, a lot of less noise, a lot of less white noise in D.C. Number two, by this time next year, yes, family reunions. And because of what we went through, I'm sure next Thanksgiving we're really, really, we will and we should appreciate the simple moments. This sounds terrible, but maybe this virus will just humble us. Make us make make make, make, make us again a, more humble, more appreciative, hopefully with a better outlook. And notice how, how one little thing can change humanity. One little thing can change the world in a sense. One little thing will make our families look different and act different. I truly believe by this time next year, we're going to be on a road to recovery. But for now, right now, please, if you can, stay home. Stay home. Spend some more time with your family and yourself. I recommend everybody spend five minutes alone this Thanksgiving day and just process your year. Process what you've been through. Give yourself some credit. We weren't expecting this, and we probably thought and wanted to believe. That would all be over soon because we're so used to flipping the switch. We're all used to to internet our problems away. We just click it, we Google it, we find it, we fix it, and we're done and we're off to the next thing. We're used to stepping over things. We're not used to something stopping us because again, we like our freedom, we like to do what we want to do, and that's normal. But maybe this year five minutes to yourself. Which brings me to this. I'm grateful. Um, I'm, I'm just so grateful as a firefighter. I see a lot of things, and I love my job, but sometimes uh, it, it, it gets to me. Sometimes I think it's the worst job. I see people in their decline, people that I know, people that are my neighbors, people that are my friends, and it just breaks my heart. But it makes me more grateful for the life I had. And as I've said before, last year was very, very rough, and it still, it still pains me, which I think is good. I think it's good because it makes me more humble and it makes me more appreciative when I'm not in pain if that makes sense. but I'm grateful. I have a beautiful family. last year was rough with me, and my family was with me my my son and my beautiful daughter- in-law were with me, and you know it's amazing.' something so simple. Dad, we love you, Dad, we don't see each other a lot, but Dad, we are with you and the way my son said it, it just melted my heart. And it just made me feel all the better. And and now that I have a most amazing, beautiful grandchild, and I've seen grandparents before how they dote over the kids. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, <laughs> okay. But <laughs> you know, now that I'm in the club, my grandson is just totally amazing, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm gr- you know what I'm grateful to? I'm look I'm looking at sixty, and I'm scared. <laughs> I am. I'm alone. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, how many more summers do I have less? That's why I don't want to stress out. It's just not worth my time, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not worth yours. Of all things, ladies and gentlemen, we all want to sleep. We all want to rest. And you can't do that if you're stressed out. So I'm grateful that for my age and what my body has been through since the kid swallowing ammonia, uh, paratrooper training, flying for the Air Force, being a firefighter, all the stress I took on, took on, Traveling 300 days a year, all the battles I've fought, the mental battles, oh my goodness. I'm grateful that, that I'm fairly healthy. And I must say this, of all things, I love being of service. I truly, truly do. It just makes me feel better, and it makes me feel more happy about my life. I love being of service as a fire captain. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful that you take the time to listen to the show, that you put a little bit of your trust in me, and that's why I truly hope and pray that it makes a difference. As small as it may be, I pray it makes a difference. Because with all the chaos in the world, I'm happy to be here. And come what may, down the road for me, I really believe Next year is going to be a good year for me. I'm working on a couple projects. I was going to talk to you about that. There may be a movie project which has been on again, off again, but we'll talk more about that later. There's a few stories I want to tell you about that. I may start uh, one of my last books, Book Nine. I may start production on that uh, uh, late December. But uh, I, I, there's, there's always something to do. There's always something to explore. And I'm, 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 I'm physically going uh, if, to, if, if God, you know, if God, God allows, I'm going to try to physically move and, and start over again. I think, you know, it's a clean slate. At 60, with only a few more years, good years on this planet, I, I want to have a clean slate. And that's really hard for me to give things up, ladies and gentlemen. It really is hard for me to let go. That's one of the hardest things for me to do is let go of the pain or let go of the shame or, or let go of the guilt, or just let go of the memories, or let go of anything of significance. But I think next year is good for you is going to be a better year, and for me is going to be a better year. I have hope. And sometimes that's enough. But for right now, as much as my heart wants certain things, I've got to use my head and I've got to think smart because I don't have a lot of time and energy left. That's why I say, whether it's D.C., the white noise in D.C., or if we're overwhelmed about the virus, or if we're starting to stress out, do or don't with Thanksgiving, think logical. And your friends and family will understand. They should understand, for goodness sakes, if you can't do it this year. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, we, we want to thank our very good friend, Mr. Pat Matheny for allowing us to use his music. Uh, please, if, 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 you, if you want some common music, you listen to Mr. Pat Matheny. Scroll through some of his songs. Farmer Trust is one of my favorite songs. I'm trying to learn that on piano, and I don't think that's going to happen. And as always, if you have any questions, please go to our website. It's Dave Pelzer. It's P-E-L-Z-E-R dot com. And ask a question or a comment. And if we can, we'll we'll try to work it in the show, just as we do with the the questions we had today. We'll try to work them in the show. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And remember, and this is true this Thanksgiving, of all the Thanksgivings, this is true. In the course of a life, one never knows what events may transpire. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, because I know some of you might feel alone, Some of you might physically be alone, but remember, if you listen to the show, you're not alone. Have faith in yourself. Give yourself a kudo. This has been a very trying year. And give thanks that you're still with us, mentally, physically, spiritually, and you're going to be stronger because of this year. Please give yourself faith. Do not give up on yourself. So you never know what the tide might bring in the next day. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with, do as much as you can, for as long as you can, for as many as you can. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Dave Pelzer, speaking to you in my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. Until next time, take good care, and as always, good day. Good luck, and God bless.